check. Mic check. That sounds good. Good. Audio input capture. I think this is is getting our mics too. Check, check, check. Right? It looks good. I mean, I can see it bouncing when I'm talking there. Yeah, I don't think it's from I don't think it's from the camera. I think it's going through the computer. So Let's hope. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's not, I have both separate because I'm recording in Ableton too. Oh, okay. See? Oh wow. So we're good. How do you do that, by the way? I don't know how to set up my mic to record in Ableton. Um you use the audio interface. You just like literally get an audio. Oh interface. yeah, that makes sense because I'm going directly into the computer instead That's of my audio problem. interface. Plug it into the interface. You're good. But my my microphone is a. I, you know, I never really looked. It might have another out on it, but I've been using the USB out, so that's probably why. There's no USB in for my. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't use the USBs for these mics at all. Okay. I'm, I'm just running XLR into the interface, but they have right. USB on them. Mine's a blue mic. That's why. Ooh. Yeah. Probably sounds better in these. Um, I don't think so. Might. I I think it's comparable to be honest with you. These sound okay. These are good. I um, yeah. I know how to like. I have the same monitors voices. too, by the way. Oh yeah, the fucking monitors. I had um better ones and. I'm sure I sold them when I left New York. I sold everything. Right? Better, no, better. I, that's subjective, though. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah, for sure. I mean, were they Behringer's? <laughs> yes. Oh, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say these are definitely better than Behringer's. Uh, you know, Behringer's are—they're a workhorse. They, were they were real loud. Really? Yeah, oh, that's yeah, good. Loud. That's good. But do some people use um, like a sub in the studio? I have one. Really? Yeah. What do you have? Like an eight-inch or? I have a twelve-inch uh, JBL. Wow. Yeah. Just one sub. Just one. And right underneath my balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I keep it. It's underneath. It's right between my legs. Um, it's okay. And uh, yeah, and then I have I have these. I have the Yamahas. The uh, are these the eights or the sevens? These are. They look like. S- I think they're the sevens. Sevens. Yeah, I have the same ones except they're in black and gray. Okay. And then yeah, white doesn't match anything kind of obnoxious. But do you turn them sideways? And my monitors have them like up on the wall in front of you. No, I I don't have them set up properly at all. I just have them on the desk. <laughs> my room is terrible. Like you know how a lot of producers are real funny about the speakers being up off the yeah, desk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no rattle, none of that. that. None of that. Grounded outside with none a cop- of that. copper rod, no. six feet <laughs> deep. Like <laughs> yeah, per- performing hexes from per- hex unhexing rituals from the 16th century to yeah. get the perfect sound. EQ your snare. <laughs> According to ancient Greek philosophy, five hundred different snares, and they're all <laughs> identical. <laughs> but you just like you just you needed that. Um, so you, uh, so you've been producing for decades. I remember oh God when you say it like Dubstep that. Dubstep RSK in Pittsburgh, like a long time before the Bukus. Did you grow up here in Pittsburgh? In Pittsburgh, no. I grew up in. Okay, uh, well, I was born in Uniontown, PA. Yep. In Uniontown, PA is literally one of the oldest towns in the nation. Wow. Like old old like it's before like Central PA. It was it was minted minted. It was I guess it was that a right word minted. <laughs> That's like some NFT <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was printed. It was printed. Um Uniontown was a town before the United States was the United States. That's how old it is. And uh I was one of the one of the 65 million Americans that were born there. 
if cool. you can if you can believe that. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it sounds funny when you say that to somebody who just lived in Charleston for the last four years. Like, we're older than the U.S. It's like, yeah. so are 50% of the buildings in downtown Charleston. Right. But, no, I mean, I, I hear you. Yeah, Charleston is, is also an old. Old. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a colonial town. Yeah. So. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I remember driving to, well, whatever. So, <laughs> 20, so 20 years or so of producing? I mean, and were you, okay, were you so a producer before you were a DJ? I was a producer way before I was a DJ because I was um, around, I would say, during high school, I was going to, to the early raves in, in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So we were talking like 97, 98. I- Irish Center? Or where was it? No, before the Irish Center. Uh-huh. Uh, like... Um, the the Monroeville Expo Mart, like parties at, at that place, if thousands of people. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know about this life, but um, tell me all the venues that you remember from like the early early. Well, I mean, there days. was the there was the Crane Building, and then there was uh, there was a lot of like movie theaters. But since I lived in Uniontown, I'd have to come down and go to places. There was even like an ice rink somewhere. I remember. Hmm. That Todd Keebs, I remember seeing Todd Keebs playing Jungle there. And Whoa. See, I yeah. met him at uh, PTS, and I remember I met him and uh, Cut Up, Jeff, yeah. at the same time. Just saw they him had last a show. night. Yeah. Really good people. Good people. And um, But I didn't know how long they'd been doing it. I mean, that, well, that would have been like 2007. Well, I think he was in his early DJ phase, but like that's funny that I mentioned, you mentioned both of those names, because those were the people who were like... <laughs> They were big back then. When mm. I would go to Magic Two, Kelly, Milk Records, Kelly through yeah. Magic Two at the at the uh, Monroeville Expo Mart, there was like thousands. There Is was this like over the Kelly from Detroit or no? <sighs> I don't know if she's from Detroit. Oh, I was thinking about a dude. Right. Oh no, it's 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 a woman. All right. It's, it's a female. Um, this is somebody who was running raves at the time. She was throwing the big raves with um. Oh God, I can't remember his name, but he lives in Vegas now. There was a lot of very characterized people who threw parties back then. But she threw this party called Magic 2, and I remember one of the headliners was Jeff. Yeah. And uh, they had, like, a centered stage that you could go around 360 before it was a thing. And that was really impressive. They wouldn't let us party there anymore because people were putting their cigarettes out on the carpet. (laughs) I remember um, going to the House of Yes in New York and being impressed by the suspended DJ table okay like they had it hung, yeah hung from the ceiling so i the love gimmicks like that wouldn't man. interfere with the djs playing vinyl yeah that makes sense yeah it's either all vibration or none <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the i think the vibrations really limited me in terms of like i would i i never learned cdjs okay and i mean well you're not missing anything I, I no, but when you like now that I have the phase, I think it's a game changer because the vibrations don't matter anymore. Okay, but um, are you I talking about oh the new the new thing that they you put it on the these little guys? Yeah, that's impressive technology, by the yeah, way. I thing. remember when that dropped. I I mean I'm I'm on my controller. W- which controller? I use the NS NS seven one, the first one that's like a, a weighs a ton. Yeah, it's fully metal. It's got like two turntable magnets in it. Yeah. Like two tech magnets. Oh, it. okay. N- it's kind of the holy grail of controllers because all these new controllers are plastic and lightweight. But this you thing have is to take it like no matter where you go, you're bringing it. Well, you're setting yeah. up on top of like a like a cover for whatever they well, have. 
because to be honest with you, my performance is better. Yeah, with because yeah, you know exactly what you have. I know, ex- yeah, I know exactly You're what I have. I'm, I'm using Serato on my computer, and I can pull stuff up quick. I can see yeah. the look ahead. I know what I want to play. I have everything all set out with CDJs. Kind of feel blind, so blind. So I blind. did a wedding two weeks ago in Charleston off off sticks, off just jump jump drives. Okay, with no computer. Oh god, because the the like mixer that I rented mm-hmm. was not Serato compatible. Lord the guy didn't tell you. me anything. Lord help, gave him five hundred dollars sight unseen and just went off. And all of a sudden, I'm like, yeah, this isn't gonna work. Like, uh, what am I gonna do? How'd that go? Honestly, pretty decent. Good. I didn't mind, like, because it's a wedding, you don't really have to mix. So, right. like, I could find the next record. Like, I, only, I, had, I had a folder. I, I already had a folder with everything I wanted to play. Okay. So that was huge. So I just dropped it on the jump drive, stick it in the thing, and then dropped them on the turntables. And I used to shadow Magic Mike, who's a DJ around here, who he does weddings, and yeah. his mixes were Not so... Not Mad Mike. Mad Mike, geez. Why'd I say Magic Mike? Because <laughs> that's a he'll gay appreci- stripper's he'll appreci- TV he'll appreciate show. That. He'll, Mad Ma- yeah, he'll appreciate that so much. I'm sorry, Mike. I, I apologize if you hear this podcast. Um, he is one of the most... He's an amazing mixing DJ. And he, now I have to think about Mad Mike naked. That's terrible. Oh, uh, no. Fuck you. Well, I used to live with Jesus. him, so I already know what he looks like naked. Yeah. Um, he had me on his show one time. Really? Yeah, yeah, I did some kind of like radio show for him or something. I forget what it was called. He's he's early, like before podcasts. It was really real early. Yeah, he's he's a first adopter. He's an innovator. Mm-hmm. He's, he's he's rough. Smart as fuck. He is. He's rough around the edges, but he's also an amazing human. So I I don't know. You know, we've gotten into it. We've gotten into our spats, but yeah, I, I yeah. truly love Mad Mike. He's yeah. he's amazing. He's in Naples now or something. Or really? Like is South that where Florida? he is? Is Somewhere that where he's been? Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't I don't blame him, dude, because I know Tyler's <laughs> down there too. So I don't know Tyler. Tyler is another DJ that hung out in the crew. He's also a good shit. Um <laughs> But uh I would go to a wedding with Mike, yep. I remember, and he was mixing like tight, tight mixing, and he walks away. He's like, oh, I'm gonna go have a smoke. Or he's like, I'm gonna go use the bathroom, you take over, and I'm like, huh, huh, and I get on. And I'm like trying to like mix the way he does, and the bride comes up and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh God, I don't know." <laughs> like I'd never yeah, DJed yeah. in my life. Yeah, it was yeah. it was an interesting because feeling. it was such like a different style, basically. Well, or because because the equipment was different, or what? Because yeah, I I wasn't used to using his equipment, okay. and I didn't know his playlist. I didn't know what song to play next, and he has like a tight playlist of things he mixes quickly like yeah, he's at the yeah. club even yeah and i think i don't know i don't know if he did it on purpose he thought it was funny but uh the bride was upset because i could not mix like mike <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he's good i've pissed off some brides in my day too. how can you not bad. though how can you not no, i though? did some bad ones in pittsburgh oh like, boy I, I still am scared that i'm gonna run into these people i fucked one up so bad i still think about it all the time i did oh, it. i no. did a wedding on halloween and i didn't bring thriller Oh no! <laughs> it was all white people, and it was for Midas, like DJ Midas. You know Angelo? Oh yes. He gave me the gig, like as a really good look, and he's like, "Dude, like you got, this, I trust bro. you. You got this. Whatever." Did not have it. Fuck! I didn't have my external hard drive. I didn't have anything. Like I just fucking and it was all white people. Literally no color in the room, and nobody was dancing. Like it was, it was real bad. Yeah, you know when white people are dancing. <laughs> you see it from a mile away. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. Oh, my God. I felt bad. But whatever. Well, listen, that's, that's part of the learning experience. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Never forget not, that again. You're not playing weddings. You're playing raves still and, like, festivals. So, yeah, uh, I prefer the club scene, honestly, because that's where 
kind of where I got my start doing weeklies and stuff. But I have done no weddings. I, I did one wedding for um, a friend of mine, Dave, and, and his wife. And I just did so bad. <laughs> I was not good. And I told them that. I was like, look, I'm not that kind of DJ. <laughs> and they're like, well, you're going to do it for free. And I was like, well, of course. I love you guys. Yeah. And I just mangled it because I can't do the announcements. I don't. Uh, that yeah, takes yeah. practice. Yeah. That takes practice. To yeah. Do you, the, well, it's a whole nother skill. It's MCing. a whole nother skill. It's MCing. Right. That's and my thing. my whole uh, world with MCing has been just screaming at people and going, three, two, one, go. And it's pretty easy. Yeah. But so. it's the thing. So what drew you to bass music? Like, how did you find that? Well, that's a good question. Genre or that like well, space? Well, it goes, it kind of goes back to where I started. And I started by playing guitar. And then from playing guitar, I started playing. So you are Skrillex. Right, exactly. I don't think Skrillex can play guitar. I'm not sure. Dude, of course. He, he can? He started on guitar. He was a, did he? He was in a punk band. Dude, he was in from first to last. Is that what it was? And it's a screamo oh, band. Think. Okay. Well, was he not playing guitar? He was the vocalist. He was the vocalist. He was the vocalist. No, no, he wasn't. He was the vocalist. Um, So I started off playing guitar. Uh, It's a funny story. Like, I didn't have a guitar, and I begged my dad for a guitar. I had a baseball bat with rubber bands stapled to it, and I would put my ear up to it. Wow. And I'd play it like that, and I'd play fretless bass. You created it? Yeah, I just stapled some... Some state uh, gum bands, gum bands to a base for my baseball bat. But my it wasn't baseball. gum bands in Uniontown, maybe because you're far enough away from Pittsburgh. Right, it was rubber bands. They were rubber bands. They were rubber there. bands. Yeah, I, and I would put my ear up to it, and I would play bass lines with it. I was obsessed. And then Did my dad you get a bass next or a guitar. No, next? my dad bought me a, a six string, and I started learning cool. to play guitar. Cool. And then he got me a bass, and I started to learn to play bass. And then I started getting into playing bands and stuff. I was a sports kid, but I also was a music kid, which is strange because i would draw and i would do music and then i would go to football practice yeah you know what i mean but uh eventually he got me a guitar and i would go and play in bands and you know how it goes with bands you just get sick of people's shit and i was like you know what screw this i got a computer i'm just going to do all the parts myself and that's kind of where it started Mm. with me putting loops together and samples together and just figuring out how that works so i could just write my own music in the computer which was like what? What were the first programs that you started? Acid three point oh. That was the beginning. Yeah, and Sound SoundForge, Sonic yeah. Foundry, SoundForge. Yeah, I remember that one. This will, you know, there's it, some really interesting stuff with that one too, though. Like, I feel like they're like languages in a way, like using different how, DAWs. Yeah, like yeah. how when you speak French, you can say things that you can't say in English. Yes, that's how like SoundForge was versus Reason versus Ableton and. Well, you had you had very limited options back then. I think back yeah. then it was you had Acid, Acid Pro, yep. and and Reason, and I think Reason came a little bit after that. Reason, like, Reason, right? And um, you know, I couldn't afford was it Pro Tools. You I weren't guess? stealing. You weren't stealing software back then. Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. The the like. Um, uh, uh, torrents were like always a thing not at no not then no no i mean we had we had file sharing yeah but there wasn't torrents so you could get small files like mp3s Mm. but there was no downloading of executables you'd have to go to crack sites that's what it was where's where's with the z that's a throwback that's a throwback i feel like that's how i got my all the software and all the most of the video games yeah where's sites right who knows what was on your computer back then, you know what I mean? Tons of viruses. All kinds of viruses. <laughs> yeah, which is, I mean, it's interesting. Like, 
I guess because I'm all Mac now, I don't think about viruses at all anymore. But you know, you really don't have to. I think what Macs they they may they may have worms, but they they mm. get those so quickly. I don't think it really matters at this point, does it? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> There's no viruses for Mac, or at least it's weird about it. Isn't that just bizarre? Like, it, how it, can it be that way? Well, because they keep a lot of proprietariness on there. That's what it is. They don't let people into there's, their there's environment. No, there's no open source with Mac and Apple. Yeah. That's not that's a word that doesn't exist. They you have to like pass certain requirements to get your software even into the app store. Yeah, but they do they do have shovelware on their app store. Uh, I'm pretty sure they do. I mean every app store has shovelware. Okay. Well I mean and what's what like lost what are you lands, about right now? my my lost lands experience. Um I have no idea how that ended up happening. I mean, I worked a lot for Steve's promo, so that's right. That's they, right. Yeah. Was that um, my buddy uh, Brandon? What's Hooven. his name? Yeah, Brandon Hooven. Brandon Hooven. He yeah, we worked he together. Worked there. Yeah, yeah, he, we worked together for a long time. There was a there was a, a lot of people who worked for Steve's promo. Like originally, it was Brandon Ross. Okay. And yeah, uh, B Ross was he yeah. involved with um, uh, also that other venue where like the bigger venue, Smalls. Mr. Smalls? Mm, I'm not sure. No, I okay. don't think so. I okay. don't think so. But they uh, had a venue called the Rex, right? Yeah, we, we started off at the Rex. Uh, I actually opened up for Skrillex at the Rex back in 2011 with my buddy Sean O'Neill. Whoa, yeah. We, That's uh, 412 Sean or something? Sean 216. There you go. I right. knew numbers. Right. I know numbers. Numbers <laughs> are good. Uh, a lot of people say it's Sean 216, but they're incorrect. It's okay. Sean 216. Yeah, he's still making music? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, he has a, he has a he has a he has a night uh I think it's not every Thursday, but it's uh, he has a night called Trap House. So I think it's mm. once a month on a Thursday at 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 a uh, place in here in Pittsburgh that Oh, sweet. Yeah, so he he throws down. He's still doing stuff. He's still doing all kinds of stuff. Nice. Are you playing club nights in Pittsburgh regularly or mostly festivals? Uh, you know what? I kind of stopped playing gigs for a while just to just because life called for it, you yep. know, and you, you get older. But uh, I've since been back on it and I've been getting gigs, consistent gigs. And um, nice. I have a release coming out on 420. I have an EP coming up. I actually haven't named it yet, which is really unfortunate because I'd like to drop it. But hey, I have an EP coming out Sweet. on 420. Um, awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm playing, uh, uh, at Cativo on April 21st for Dover Spike at his thing called Algorithm. Okay. So, yeah, I'm back in the mix. I am accepting bookings right now. Hell yeah. R-S-K. 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 Thank you. Risky. 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 Frisky. And ready to drop, drop tunes. Word. Nah.
Thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Mr. P-Tips. I'm RSK, if you don't know. Yeah, I didn't play any tunes. I didn't play any of my own tunes on this one, but, yeah, I just wanted to make everybody happy, so I hope you enjoyed it.